Thank you for tuning in to Hacks and Hobbies with your host, Junaid. In season two of Hacks and Hobbies, we're visited by our amazing guests coming from all walks of life who want to learn their story, their struggles, and their journey on how they got to where they are today. So stick around. In this episode, I get to speak with Ramesh Tanta. He is an entrepreneur, a writer, and a blogger. And I met him through the amazing service called spotaguest.com. And we've talked about the different things that we're doing. And in the green room, I got to learn a little bit about him and, and what he's been doing with his career. And I was like, you know, let's dig a little deeper and thank you so much Ramesh for coming on to the podcast. I'm excited to join your podcast Junaid. Uh, thank you for uh, inviting me. You're welcome my friend. So what's amazing about what I get to do with the podcast is get to learn about the different stories and journeys of other entrepreneurs that are that have taken their that have taken the time to build something that that they're passionate about. And I've been passionate about a lot of different things and I was, I've just been struggling and going through the motions and figuring it out. Okay, what's the first thing you did to do? What's the second thing that you do? And you don't realize till much later that you actually need a team to get to a point where you are, you have an autonomy, autonomy and whatnot. So mm-hmm. it's just it's just been an amazing adventure so far. So yep. tell me, yeah. So tell me a little bit about yourself and a journey that no one's heard of before. That's right. Um, so just a little bit of introduction about myself. Um, so uh, currently, I manage a few companies. Uh, one of them is a, a data strategy consulting company. Mm-hmm. Uh, apart from that, uh, a few things I've done this year. Um, 2019 has been a blast. Um, I started my own podcast uh, early this year in May. It's mm-hmm. called uh, The Agile Entrepreneur. Agile and, Entrepreneur. Yep. And then the second one is um, uh, I started writing a book. And uh, the book is called The 60 Minute Startup, nice. uh, which, which will come out in October 2019. Um, so a lot of things have been happening. Um, and uh, the reason I got fascinated by this concept of entrepreneurship and agile entrepreneurship and then the 60 Minute Startup is because... Uh, I'm a serial entrepreneur. I've been doing multiple businesses for some time. But each, the very first time I started, uh, it's been a struggle. Trying to figure out uh, which markets to go after, uh, who are the customers, and then what are the niche uh, that I should target. All that stuff uh, took me quite a while to do the market research and all that stuff. And then uh, a lot of it's based on the advice that I've been getting from different sources. Yeah. Right, but mm-hmm. that uh, struggle uh, led me multiple months, and then I said, if I'm struggling for this much time, there may be other entrepreneurs who are struggling as well. Mm-hmm. So how can we expedite? How can we fast forward this process of starting a business? Uh, so that uh, research led me to talk to a lot of people, and then I bottomed out on two things: mm-hmm. that the biggest hurdle uh, to a business to an entrepreneur is actually starting the business. Number one. Yes. Number Absolutely. two, number two is actually getting the first paying customer. 
Mm-hmm. Right. Once yeah. you get those two, then you you learn a lot, and then you'll tweak and you pivot, and you you can iterate your business model, uh, keep going forward. But many people get lost in that the trench, that first uh, you know uh, chasm that's out there. Uh, that's the problem. You're hundred percent right. That is on the dot, and a lot of the entrepreneurs that I've been talking to you know, have in one way or another expressed similar, you know, experiences. And I myself find myself, uh, you know, in that same situation, like, okay, I've got this idea. I want to get this started. Okay. I've got this started halfway. I've got the website, the logo, everything is set up. What's the next step? Mm -hmm. And yeah, getting that paying customer is literally the next step. I mean, if you're not getting paid to run a business, then you're just doing it wrong. It's, it's, or it's just a hobby. That is true. That is very true, Junaid. And um, being this podcast is around hacks and hobbies. I've, been, I've just been running hobbies and I'm, I'm trying to convert these hobbies into businesses. So yeah, you're the yeah. perfect guest to tell us how to get there. Yeah, definitely. Um, so let me know uh, when you want me to get into the details. Uh, yeah. of, uh, so, so the first thing, we already talked about a little bit about your journey, how you had the dream of being an entrepreneur and you being a serial entrepreneur and, and starting up these, these businesses and figuring out to the bottom point, you know, how to get started and how to get that first paying customer. And when you're doing that, you're essentially making up your mind that because a lot of times when you ask a business, like, hey, who's your target audience? And when they say everybody, well, they certainly have not done the research. Right? That's right. Yeah. So, so tell me, how would somebody get started? And, and, and um, yeah. yeah, let's so, get into that. Yeah. Let, let's get into that. So, so then um, uh, I come from a technology background. Uh, I've been, um, so prior to this entrepreneurship, uh, so I was in technology, uh, working for a large tech company. And then uh, during that time, um, I was exposed to this concept called the agile methodology. Mm-hmm. It's used uh, pretty heavily in the software development. And this whole agile methodology came into being around 2001 or so. And then since then, uh, it kind of revolutionized the software industry. What the key concept of agile methodology is that the requirements given to a, a product developer, a software developer, will change, right? So Absolutely. instead of taking the requirements in the past, they used to take the requirements and then they'll go to their you know, uh, black room and then develop the software, come back mm-hmm. after three, four months and the business owner says, no, this is not what I said because the yeah. business has changed. Mm-hmm. And then, so that it, it's a waste of time. Instead of that, the requirements are going to change. So you iterate on a fast uh, track, which is every two weeks or so, it's called a sprint, mm-hmm. right? You develop something, a, a working model or a proof of concept and show it to the business owner and then say, okay, yeah, tweak here to make changes here. And then so on a uh, every once a week or two weeks basis, you are um, you know, incrementally uh, making the software and that really uh, revolutionized, right? So, and then that's how these Airbnbs or, you know, all these Ubers of the world, you know, they're 
able to develop the software much uh, faster that caters to the actual customer requirements. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. So then I said, uh, if I can take those concepts, which is a very collaborative approach with the customer, iterative approach, right? So why can't I apply the concepts into entrepreneurship? Then I started talking to entrepreneurs, people who have been successful. I said, hey, where did you start and where are you right now? And every yeah. one of them, without exception, they said, where I am right now is not where I started. No. Right? They mm-hmm. changed the pricing, they changed the business model, they changed the target customers, whatever it is, but the, uh, the business kept evolving. Yeah. Right? People who can adjust to that evolution will survive. But mm-hmm. if, if they're not able to adjust, but the key here is how can you adjust it as quickly as possible, realize it. So that's yeah. what the agile entrepreneurship is all about, right? So, right. so in this, the, the key concepts are you iterate. You have to accept the fact that you're going to iterate. You're going to pivot. You're going to tweak the model. So don't strive for perfection. Yeah. Okay. So in the 60-minute startup, the complete text of the book is, it's a proven system to start your business in one hour a day and get your first paying customers in 30 days or less, right? It's one hour a day and 30 days. So the model is that there are two things that you're going to do in 30 days, right? The Mm -hmm. first 15 days is all about launching the business, Yeah. right? Every day you're going to sit for 60 minutes and then figure out, okay, today, let's say I'm going to go into do, uh, you know, figure out uh, who my uh, target customers are. Right. And then mm-hmm. not just 60 minutes, like don't do overanalyze, don't get into the analysis paralysis. Right. And then um, the next day you will say, OK, what are the things that I am bringing to the party? I call it like which is what are my what is my knowledge? What's my skill? Uh, what are my skills and what's my experience? What yeah. are the assets I have, like a network that I have built over a period of time? You know, the money that I am able to save and put aside. So that, that's what you put the inventory of them. And, and that's one day. The other day, you, you, you look at some competition. So, but no more than 60 minutes, just you know, figure that out. And one day you will actually build the website in 60 minutes or so, because you can do it. You, you don't have to go for a perfect website. Absolutely. If you want to outsource it, you can outsource it. But just do enough research, just do enough work in the 15 days to launch your business. So every day you're only doing one thing, and then you, you take an uh, assessment at the end of the day and said, if I have to push it over to next day, yeah, push it over, right? If I'm done early, mm-hmm. then take the next um, task. But in the first 15 days, the goal is to launch the business, mm. right? Put it out there, right? Yeah. And then yeah. some businesses may not even need a website, right? So that's right. I will even talk about examples later, right? Mm-hmm. And the next 15 days is all about 15 different sales strategies so you can get the first paying customers. Oh, wow. Right. Every day. So in the book, I give every day one strategy that Mm -hmm. is used by a a successful entrepreneurs, because all these 30 days, I'm featuring one entrepreneur who's Mm -hmm. had success and then their story and then some of the tips and tactics and the mistakes that they made, what we can learn from them. So they translate into these actions on a daily basis. Right. So this book is a is a uh, actionable, you know, I call it a workbook not mm-hmm. just a reading book, yeah. right? And then makes you accountable in the sense that you, you no longer have excuses, right? Every day you're yeah. doing something. So my thing is within your entire span of one year, just give yourself 30 days. 
Just give yourself 30 days. And then even on those 30 days, just give yourself 60 minutes a day. 60 minutes. That's, That's it. it. Yeah. If you can't take 60 minutes a day and then 30 days, then probably you should not be dreaming about starting a business. <laughs> very, very true. Truer words have never been spoken before. <laughs> So that's the concept of the book. It, yeah. It, it, yeah. So just make it actionable, accountable, and then actually get it out there. Launch the business. Because I guarantee within 30 days, even if, let's say, for whatever reason, you're not successful in launching the, uh, you know, getting a first paying customers, mm -hmm. you will learn so much about yourself, you yes. know, what, what the market, the customers, that you would not believe it. You are absolutely, you are absolutely right that you be, without, without the test, without the testing of anything, you mm -hmm. you will not you you're not getting any feedback. Exactly, and that's why analytics is so so important. Because as soon as they get that feedback, you start working. It's like when you're driving a car, and if you press the accelerator and the car is not moving, you already got feedback. You know what to do next. Like oh. Maybe my car is stuck. Oh, I need to turn on the car. So start getting a business off the ground is, is similar. You get it rolling, and if something's not working, you can go and fix it. Yep, exactly. I mean, and Junior, the other thing that if I can say, yeah. see, there, are, there are in the if you go back and look at uh, the research of why either entrepreneurs don't start a business, people, mm -hmm. here's a statistic. Supposedly, 70% of the US adults want to have their own business. But yeah. in reality, less than 15% actually do something about it. Mm -hmm. A huge gap, 70% yeah. to 15%. So if you go back and look at why that is the case, right? There are three things that, uh, you know, that come about. One is that they don't have time, mm -hmm. right? Number two, is that it's stressful. You know, the whole thing is about, uh, you know, Oh my God. Stressful. Yeah. The third thing is, you know, it's, it's too expensive or too much money and all that stuff, right? So if yes. th those are the two main things, three main things. So my point is, if you give yourself 30 days, yeah. right? You're condensing all those into just 30 days and 60 minutes a day, right? Exactly. Yeah. Instead of paying for the seminars and workshops for six months and nine months, you know, just you're, you're spending all your money in one month. Yes. And then the stress-related activities or whatever that is, it's just it's one month you know, you go through this process, right? And the yeah. time is literally, you know, we said 30 days. So you're addressing all those three pain points that aspiring entrepreneurs think that the problems are into one month. And that way you force yourself to, you know, uh, get into the business. That's, that's absolutely powerful, man. That's, that's right. Um, and what that does, it's it's almost like you did you doing a thirty day challenge, yeah. right? You're doing a thirty day challenge. You're committing yourself to one hour a day, sixty minutes a day, and you do the task to build out your business, no matter what it is. You're putting in that time, being consistent, and that's how workouts work, right? You if you're not working out, you you're not gonna see any results. So that's a par powerful powerful analogy, and then so tying in the agile methodology into this, having a sprint plan out. Okay, this is my 30 days to finish this project. And these are my tasks that I need to do every day. And these but, are the results, right? 
That is right. And then the thing that, because I'm very passionate about this, you know, right? Mm-hmm. So what I want to do is we don't have to recreate everything new, right? No. We could, we could, so the book has templates, actual templates that you could use, plug in, uh, you know, so you get started. Right. Mm-hmm. And then some of these entrepreneurs are, you know, really, you know, good enough to provide us. Hey, this is the email template that I use. Yeah. Go pitch to the magazines. Right. Right. Yeah. This is the email template that I use to trade my services. So to get my first referral testimonial kind of yeah. stuff. Other. Right. So. I mean, that's a starting point. I don't have it to sit is. there and think about, oh mm. man, how am I going to do it? Okay, this I might tweak it, I might customize it, yeah. but yeah. that is it's a starting point. Exactly, and and that's so so helpful. Have, having those templates, yeah. that's like Microsoft Word, PowerPoint. They have these templates for you to get started. Letter yeah. template, resume template. So having a business template, like here's a template. This is what you need to do. This is the first thing you need to do is beautiful it's powerful and uh, i took i remember taking this um live course with uh nicole holland and she's a one of the top um podcasters and she's like i use acuity calendar system Mm -hmm. for the different emailing ability that they have they send out five emails here are my templates so she gives those templates to us i'm like wow this is perfect I had not been using those templates at all in the beginning. And as soon as I started using these templates, I was getting more engagement from my customers, more engagement from my guests, because now they know exactly what to expect when they come on to the podcast. The one thing that I haven't implemented yet is the follow-up email. The Mm follow-up email is super, super important. And I just didn't think that I have type of information yet to get it get that in there but i'm working on it i'm working on it excellent really awesome to see that you have templates in this book i mean this book is going to be super powerful for a lot of the people that i know because a lot of people that i know are like oh i want to start my coaching business but i don't know what the different steps are yeah look at what other people are doing yeah and copy that Yep. I love it. That's awesome. You know, while you were talking, I was um, just recently, my friend, two of my friends and I, we started a film company. I'm mm-hmm. like, and we're, we're constantly getting, you know, questions from customers and potential customers. They want to shoot a commercial. They want to shoot a short film. They want to shoot a, uh, a little Kickstarter video. And they're, they're always asking, okay, what's, what's the price going to be? What's the price going to be? What's mm-hmm. this going to be? So we're, we're like, we have kind of a template. Okay, this is basic stuff that you want to do. But I was like, we want to be able to track these projects also. So I started using Trello. And as you were talking about, you know, you got the 30 days and the 30 different challenges that you're going through. I was like, what if there was a Trello board that you can start? and follow these day after day and all the tasks that you need to do are listed for you because that's another big problem a lot of people have and myself included yeah like i don't know how to make lists like i'll make a list and and then i like i would get distracted and i go start doing something else right i think that would be another value added if 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 uh that is excellent idea, Junaid. I mean, actually, I've been thinking about it, but Trello, like a tool, is yeah. uh, 
uh, it's it's fantastic. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and if you if, even if you white labeled something, right, um, that ties into um, the book. So you have the book, and then somebody who buys the book, they can have they have access to thirty days of this application where they can then track all their progress. And as they're going and doing this thing, they get an email response or they get a reminder, something to keep them engaged with the book, with you, and how they become your audience as well. Because not only are they learning from the book, but they also have a digital resource. To hey, actually, Junaid, in an agile way, we yeah. are actually, you know, really made something happen here. Nice. Right? So yes, we created we an application that goes along with the book yeah. uh, used on a Trello. So mm-hmm. it's a, I, I think I'm going to uh, steal your idea if you don't mind. <laughs> no, no, go for it, man. Go for it. That's, that's, what, uh, you know, that's what's awesome about collaborating and talking with um, people with similar mindsets is you, know, you come up with these ideas. And one of the things that I totally loved uh, working uh, with my buddies back in Santa Ana, we, uh, it was my cousin. Mm-hmm. Uh, friend alive and they basically started this um c- centric media and we would get uh customers coming in and asking for advice and the three and four of us we we're, we would always be talking about ideas of how something could be built and we'd be talking about ideas of apps ideas and whatnot and it was just it was just so much fun what's really exciting after the fact is that getting those ideas and execute them. Yeah, right? exactly. That's, that's the toughest part. Yeah, the ideas are cheap. You know, action yes. is, uh, <laughs> right? So actually acting on it is, the, exactly. that's why I'm saying, right? So yeah. this whole thinking about starting a business, um, this is a real life example, which we are yes. going to implement. A friend of mine, um, so he's a, uh, he, uh, he, he trains nurses on CPR kind of stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Especially when uh, some critical things happen, how to train them. And he has uh, got a, a very neat method of training them so, so that they can remember when actually it happens because these things don't happen on a daily basis. So suddenly when it happens, the nurses or some of the technicians you know, might forget, hey, what, I, what should I do if this is the case? What should I do if that's the case kind of stuff? So he developed yeah. a memory aid and he actually uh, tr- trademarked it. Mm-hmm. And but he never acted on the business idea. Mm. Uh, he's been thinking about it, and then he's put it on the shelf for the last two years. Yeah, right? he yeah. actually trademarked it, and he knows what the method is and all the stuff. And he mm-hmm. got really rave reviews and testimonials uh, when he trained them. They said it, it helps them remember and all that stuff. Yeah, so I went and approached him, and mm-hmm. I said uh, I was actually I didn't approach him about the business. I told him about the book, and suddenly yeah. he remembered this one. So we are actually. I'm explaining for the first time in public and uh, outside is that nice. we are actually going to implement this business, right? We're going to start this business yeah. and then do it in 30 days for a business that's been sitting business idea, right? That's been sitting, has been sitting on the shelf yeah, for quite some time and no action has been taken. Mm. So, so together we're going to do a live, you know, video blog and you no know, blog kind of reality show. Oh man, that's stuff. so much fun. Yeah, a reality show of it in 30 days. Every day we'll be updating the audience public, actually. Yeah. Hey, uh, what we are doing and, and that kind of stuff. And uh, so we are going to plan that in the next two weeks um, and, and just putting the preparations there. Dude, I'd love to follow that journey. That's, that sounds really exciting. You know, one of the ideas that I've had for the longest time, 
uh, was back when I was working at Dish. And, and again, you know, I, I somehow find people that have similar mindsets and we talk ideas. Yeah. And one of the ideas that I had was, you know, it'd be really great. I'm, I'm driving from all this distance every day. Mm-hmm. If somebody else was also needed a ride, you know, we could just hop on and, and share the ride. Or if I needed a ride, I could just hop on. And then I, right around that time, <laughs> Lyft came out. And I was like, holy smokes. Because I've heard of, I've heard, I had heard of Uber Black, but that was yeah. only reserved for black limousines. Or, and then Lyft came out just around the same time. And when uh, uh, Conan O'Brien introduced it on his show with Ice Cube and, and um, what's his name? Kevin Hart. I was just, oh my God, this is the best thing ever. And and immediately I went and signed up for, to be a Lyft driver. I see. And I was like, that was my idea, dude. And then uh, around the same time, I had another idea that I was working with my two, my two friends. And it was that, you know, a lot of the times people at work that commute, you're commuting for one hour and you want to get groceries, but you don't have the time to get groceries. But what if you can go inside an app and pick all the groceries you want and have somebody else shop for you. They're done shopping and they can hand you the bag as you drive up to the store. And now we can see. And then around the same time, I heard Instacart got funding for $44 million. I was like, holy smokes, that was my idea. <laughs> right? So it's the implementation power and having those connections because the guy who, who started Instacart. Yeah. He had been at Amazon for a while. He ran the prime division. And so he had access to developers. He had access to implementers. And having access and having that team is super, super important. Oh, actually, I, yeah. So now that you're bringing another good point, which is, see, uh, this podcast that I started in May, you would not believe it that I started that in literally three weeks. Yeah. Right. Amazing. So my idea of the podcast somehow uh, it it occurred to me like in uh, April time frame. Mm-hmm. Then, uh, but having that, see how I was able to do it in three weeks um, is because I had the right team. Because yes. I was able to find this gentleman uh, on Upwork. Because in one evening I was sitting there and I, I said, "Hey, I need uh, a good graph. You know, somebody who can create this uh, jazzy website." Uh, um, thing with the podcast experience and then mm-hmm. I just put it out there and then this gentleman uh, reached out to me uh, right uh, the, within one day and then he has experience in creating this authority websites like mm. author authors you know trying to uh, create a personal brand and podcast hosts uh, creating a personal brand yeah. so he knows that experience yeah. and then uh, for less than thousand dollars we were able to get that up and going and then I was, I, then I could focus on the content side, mm-hmm. right? Because I have a good team that's focusing on the technology. So I call him a exactly. technology partner yeah. that I could go and focus on the content side, get the entrepreneurs, mm-hmm. get the podcast episodes uh, edited and all that stuff, right? Yeah. And then literally in, uh, in two months, we launched it. And then uh, by um, actually uh, end of June, um, in uh, we recorded about 
25 episodes. Nice. Like we just, you know, went crazy on that one. We were mm-hmm. able to select the entrepreneurs and all that stuff. So I mean, a very agile way we were able to do it. But yeah. that was only possible because I had the right, right team. Yes. Right. And then last so year good. I was struggling not having the right team mm-hmm. to get these things, different things going. But I never found the right quote unquote technology partner. Yeah. Yeah. No. It it makes a huge difference, and that's why companies that have that are using an agile methodology, they have every single person is different. I mean, yeah. every person in the team brings different experiences and different um, expertise, and that is that is what makes the team uh, run efficiently and get the work done. Yep, very powerful. Yeah. Agree with that. All right, man. Let's see. We have we've we've covered the journeys. We've covered the motivations be, be, behind why we you know we as entrepreneurs and you know coming up with ideas and and creating these things. Why we do this, and um, we also covered on how using your book. Somebody can start a business in 30 days and get their first paying customer within the 30 days or less. Yep. And then with, with 60 minutes and the book, it's called it, 60. Yeah. It's, it's called 60 minutes. Startups, the 60 minute startup. The 60 minute startup. Perfect. Yep. I love it. Yeah. So Ramesh, I've got a few questions that I ask my guests and okay. these are some of the questions that personalize us and, and connect us from a, on, on a different level altogether. If you wanted to add something else, we're happy to add it in. Sure, definitely. All right. So what is one hobby that you wish you got into? Uh, acting. Nice. Uh, yeah. So I I mean, if you have not figured out, I'm mm-hmm. an extrovert. Uh, yeah. You know, I enjoy talking to people, um, mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. But I'm also... You know, just a little bit of, uh, you know, on the, on the quirky side, the crazy side, you know, mm-hmm. I, I do things. Uh, so I, so acting, uh, it's something, yeah, definitely would have gotten into. Nice. Well, it's never too late. You are in California. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> um, there is an app called Backstage.com. Check it out when you get a chance. Oh, I see. All right. Um, I've actually gotten, I signed up with backstage.com, uh, last year. And so far I've done a few, uh, gigs where I got to be the principal or I got to be an extra in a, in a film set or a TV set, TV show. It's, it's been pretty, it's been pretty exciting, especially being on the other side of the camera. Cause I myself as a video shooter, so it's been, it's been pretty exciting to okay. check out. Yeah. Check out backstage when you get a chance. All right. What is your favorite movie or TV show? Favorite movie or TV show? Um, I, I don't know, but I always uh, uh, in, uh, liked the historical um, mm-hmm. movies. Um, and then I go back to, uh, I mean, like this Roman history. Uh, mm. it, it really uh, fascinates me. Yeah. Um, so, and um, uh, originally, I mean, I go, go back to looking at some of the NPR work that I've done and the, some of the Roman, Roman history, like I Claudius series. Uh, mm. It's one of my all-time favorites, uh, favorite uh, 
it's not current i i know yeah. uh, i understand that but it doesn't um, need to be <laughs> it doesn't need to be but uh, the so uh, things like gladiator and those things uh, oh my god that's one of my favorite movies yeah so it's uh yeah so, so it's, it's a historical um, stuff uh, really fascinates me fantastic all right what movie would you choose if you got to play a character in it mm that is a very uh if what movie would i choose if i could play um the big short is probably mm. something that i would play the, <laughs> right uh, uh i know people who are not familiar with it this is where um when the 2009 crash happened in the market oh yeah that was a good one yeah it, it's uh, it's where uh, they profile this gentleman who actually Uh, predicted that and then um mm-hmm. so he wrote a uh, book on that one so the movie is based on that book so nice uh, it's it's all about uh, business it's all about uh, the emotions of people how they get caught up in the frenzy um it, it's it's yeah something like that you know i'd be really interested to interview that guy right now because yeah. it's it's almost 10 years since that big crash happened that's right and i'm wondering if it's it's coming again because everything in this world happens in a cycle in cycle right yeah. so it's it's like we're around that edge again it's it's weird yeah all right fantastic that's um next question who is your favorite superhero uh so i mean uh, definitely i i know um some of the drama that's going on between um sony and then i think it's it's a marvel or whatever mm-hmm. um with the uh, uh the superman versus spiderman and all that stuff right yeah, so yeah. but uh, yeah so but my favorite is uh, superman nice superman is um one of the Icon- most iconic characters i mean the entire industry is built around him and and um there's this new show on amazon mm-hmm. called the boys mm. you'll have to check that one out no i have not seen actually i'm going to check it out yeah it's it's um very eerie and um everything that you know about superhero mm-hmm. it puts into questioning what it all is and so it's it's really really interesting it's it's almost like flashpoint and i don't know if you've seen flashpoint but it's an all so if you know flash he can run fast and and oh yeah yeah go back in time yeah right so so he ended up in flashpoint where the justice league took over the world and they were like we're superheroes we're going to control nobody's going like like we're you know we are superpowers and you know they didn't they basically are the tyrants essentially hmm. so the boys is a take on that wow in, that's in a very very nicely done okay i'm going to check it out yeah Awesome. Last question. If you were a board game, what would it be? Ah, that's a really good question, man. Thanks. Um, you know, uh the thing is um I always liked Monopoly. Mm. For whatever reason, right? So it's like a, and as a family, uh we play um during the holidays and all the stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. So Monopoly is something that uh, I I really really love. Uh, nice. something that yeah. Fantastic. Well, Ramesh, this is this was a r- r- lot of fun talking with you, especially when you know we're 
were jiving in the same frequency and, you know, talking the same talk and, and having that ability, that experience with being in the agile environment. Cause I'm a, I'm a, I'm a user experience designer mm. coming from a, you know, coming from that environment. I mean, I've been, uh, exposed to that for the past 20 years and agile is just amazing having that iterative functionality and, and um, being able to create something out of nothing two weeks at a time it's just amazing yeah i agree with that because uh, you know one of the main things uh, that we all i think struggle with is what i call the fud the fear uncertainty and doubt mm. right uh, so um, i mean the way to take uh, tackle all these things is uh, you know, actually do something, learn from that. And then, uh, you know, the, if you're going to fail, you just learn from the mistake and you know, failure, uh, which we don't want to fail. I mean, we're yeah. afraid of failing, but uh, it, it's it's part of life, right? So acknowledge and accept it. And then um, remember when we are actually growing up, when we are trying to walk, I mean, mm-hmm. you fall so many times. Oh my God, yeah. Right? And when you're trying to ride the bike, learn learn to ride the bike, I mean, mm-hmm. you fall so many you times. Fall and all like, the time. Yeah, each fall is not, it's good and you don't like it, but uh, you, you uh, learn from it and then pretty soon you, you learn to walk and you learn to ride the bike. It's, it's the same thing, right? Yeah. It doesn't feel that way, um, but, uh, you know, go ahead and get that website out there. Go ahead and put a, you know, email marketing out there and then, and then get rid of that fear. Like, uh, hey, tell your friends and family that I got the business. You know, we are afraid that, yeah. hey, what will they think of me? What if I fail? Uh, so embarrassed. So what? You know, it's like, a, it just get it out there. And then once you overcome that initial fear, um, you'll keep going. That's so powerful, man. I, I love it. So the, the, the thing that you need to get over the FUD is overcome the fear and... Un- and the uncertainty, uncertainty you can overcome yeah. by going like, for example, the templates or, you know, looking at yeah. the examples of other things, then it becomes a little bit more certain. Okay. I don't know how to send this email to yeah. this person. Hey, there's a template. This is worked out for them. Then yes. it reduces that uncertainty. Exactly. Right. And then the doubt is something that we got to work on, right? Yes. Self-doubt, you know, doubting ourselves, you know, yes. uh, thinking that others are doubting. That is something that we, we got to keep constantly working on. Um, I mean, I can't really give much, uh, I mean, I myself struggled with that doubt for yeah, quite yeah, some time exactly. in the beginning, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. uh, but, uh, each success, uh, adds to that, uh, doubt or even the learning from a failure will, will add to that. Will help you with that. Yeah. You're absolutely right, man. So yeah. Ramesh, thank you so much. And, uh, folks can get in touch with Ramesh. Uh, my audience can find you on RameshDanta.com. I'll be sure to include the link on the podcast show notes. Thank you so much, uh, Ramesh. This was this was really insightful and um, insightful and um, mind opening. There's a lot of actionable stuff in here. Okay. Thank you, Junaid. I really appreciate it. And I'm quite active on LinkedIn. So if uh, people want to connect with me on LinkedIn, Ramesh Danta, look out for me. I publish a lot on LinkedIn. Uh, and then Junaid said, uh, RameshDanta.com, uh, you know, contact at RameshDanta.com. I check all my emails. Uh, it's It's been a fun podcast here, Junaid. I really, really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you so much. Have a good day. And, and thanks for the tip yeah. on the Trello, by the way. Of course, man. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> yeah. Bye. 
Congratulations, you made it to the end of the episode. Thanks so much for listening to our guest on this episode. Please send me an email at junaid at hexandhobbies.com to tell me what you loved about our guest today. You could find links mentioned in this episode on the hacksandhobbies.com website. 